delighted to welcome back to the Trucking Driver podcast for the first time this year, Chris Madison. You've got your internet fixed. Hi. How are you doing? I'm back at Landed Living, so to speak. We can um, have a landline phone, television, and possibly communicate with the outside world for the first time since Boxing Day without having to climb up a pylon. What is it? Why does it take so long for internet service providers to get their shit together? Was it BT? Yeah, they blame Openreach. Storms had done something to a line, something similar, sort of a bit out of way up here. So, um, and the kids are obviously at home all day at the minute doing mm. home learning, and they said there was a cherry picker landed the other day. Open reach boy spent about four hours climbing about in the trees the other day, so perhaps uh, perhaps it is open reach. Anyway, um, I got an email on Friday saying, Good news, you're back on. However, it might take a few days to settle. I don't know if. Um, if broadband needs to settle, it sounds like. And I, I don't think it beer. does. I don't think it's like concrete or no. like. Oh, it's like beer or something. You have to like, you know, no. put barrels in on a Wednesday to tap them on a Friday. I don't know. Anyway, it worked to a point. Mm-hmm. Friday night, we could sort of see twitchy things on TV, and that. Um, today, it would appear because I'm here that we've got some internet. You are. So I don't know. You're don't back. Pretend to know Aye. about computers and that. Aye. Well. You had um, a bit of a... How did you get on in the run-up to run up to Christmas? You managed to get finished up okay because you were doing a bit of a, a bit of this and a bit of that, weren't you? Some different work. Yeah, we gave up 18th and our stuff on dock work and went on for gist um, with John Waddups and uh, did six shifts on gist straight into uh, Christmas Eve and finished then on Christmas Eve. And it was marvellous to be off our usual gubbins. Marvellous. I don't mind if you see all that sort of wheeling trolleys about and... Uh, self-tipping and the rest of it. I'd rather be on with it. Good. I look forward to Christmas for that. Well, I see if you're left out, if they're leaving you alone, if they're leaving you alone to get on with it, then that's all, that's all right then, I How's the lorry? She's not so bad. Uh, she had some love over Christmas. We did uh, crankshaft front oil seal, which I've not been looking forward to doing for five years, but that got done. So that's now clean. Spring bushes and pins. That wasn't such a lot of laughs, I don't think. Ash had a bit of a a bit of a nightmare with that one to take spring off and get burner out and uh, all that but no he had a good day he got all that done in a day and um, she's well she had a first bath i'm ashamed to say yesterday since 18th of december i haven't washed her i haven't given her any attention till yesterday but she got six hours worth yesterday so it's not been fr- not, it will stuff not been tomorrow. frozen up it's been bloody freezing up here for ages I, like you I can't get it's been, it's been snow on the ground for like a week and it won't go away. We thawed last Sunday at about five inch. That went last Sunday and then it's been bloody cold this week and it snowed again um, Wednesday. snowed again yesterday morning. Um, today it could have snowed 18 feet. I've no idea. I've not been out today. Not even out to bin. <laughs> shameful parenting. But um, there we are. No, the kids have been out on the bikes and they didn't sort of suggest anything arctic mm. good well i'm glad to hear that laurie is well and you're all right and your broadband is back on mm. i was eating a bacon sandwich yesterday and it was most delicious and uh, but i managed to bite my own tongue like quite severely oh, <laughs> oh good god that is, that is if i sound a bit funny like i've maybe got like you know a big blob of cotton wool in my mouth or something like that it's because yeah i bit my tongue horrendously Yesterday, you just showed me a picture on camera. That's disgusting. It's like it's, it's, it's a big like Oliver's tongue. That yes, 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 that's how I go talk like this mm. because my tongue no. is all swollen and I had a big bit sticking out. You'd be all right working it. 
he'd be all right answering phones at customer service at Talk Talk. I've talked to loads of those over Christmas month. Uh-huh, they okay. all sound like that. Oh. Yeah. Is it still not working? It yeah, is. it is. I just rung you up because I like you. Well, that's good. You can get to talk to them. TNT lost a parcel that I sent the other week for two weeks. They denied that the day. They said that nobody was in when somebody was waiting by the door for the parcel. And then the next day they said it was in Bolton. And the parcel was supposed to be going to Eastbourne. And then the parcel Close. turned up on Friday after being, I don't know, to the moon and back somewhere. But you don't get to talk to anybody on that. You've got to type. Mm. You've got to go and do it like bloody messenger Aye. service to go and type to them because they won't talk to you Aye. on the phone. <sighs> Which is a lot of bloody use I've had a fair bit of stuff go missing this Christmas, you know. Things are bought for kids for Christmas now. just didn't come. just Done. vanished. Um, mm. Suppliers, were, you know, they were dead right. You know, sort of emailed and said, look, this uh, crash helmet for Boy Wonder for his bike's not come. Mm-hmm. And they went, another one. Oh, God. Right, we'll send you another one. I says, is this happening a lot? He says, we've lost at the minute 140-odd parcels just gone because I decided to try TNT because I thought that was maybe more of a premium service it seems to be I used UPS previously and they, they did the job really well when I had to send something out you know but TNT not they were a nightmare DPD seemed to be good you, you know when the guy's like coming uh, with the parcel because it tells you on your yeah. phone where he is and everything but they will drop the parcel in front of the door and take a photo of it and just do a runner if they're in a hurry. I don't fancy that job of having to do, like, 300,000 drops a day. I wonder what the freight volumes are like at night with the night trunking with, like, DPD and Hermes and all that at the moment because you've got that many people staying at home. So everybody's ordering things online. But some of the night trunking routes at the moment must be absolutely stowed out with trucks. They can't move the volume. They can't cope with the volume of freight ongoing there's just not enough enough space for it all i know that the royal mail had really had a lot of bother they had a lot of people like in Aye. certain depots i everybody's got to go and self-isolate and things now and it's just ripping through things my mate pete he yeah. had to he had to isolate for 10 days because <coughs> he got a thing he hadn't been anywhere but he got his thing pinged on his phone you must self-isolate but he lives in a block of flats and he's like, I haven't been out the flat for three days and it's telling me that I've now got to isolate. And I was like, yeah, but that app won't know who's above you and below you in the block of flats. You're all going to be in the same position on the GPS. So Aye. he had to go and stay, he had to go and stay home. I've been, I've been pretty much self-isolating myself for the entire year. I, even did, I did my ADR online mm. and I haven't been into the office. I just go to Sainsbury's once a week and... Um, I go and do here. My Vauxhall, my YouTube Vauxhall thing's gone a bit viral. I put a video on last week um, of that old Opel Omega getting it started, and it's had forty-two thousand views. And now, now I've got loads of YouTube yeah. Herberts talking to me about things, and I'm like, listen, I didn't ever think anybody, <laughs> I didn't ever think anybody was going to watch any of these videos. So <laughs> that's why the production quality is what it is. I've got to go and I've got two videos to edit for truck and driver. I've got the daft manual and the Mercedes mirror cam thing, but I keep shoving it to one side to do my Vauxhall Aye. stuff because I'm now technically. Um, at what point can I be considered an influencer? Because not just a plain old boring oh. journalist, an influencer. <laughs> an influencer. But you know, in more se- serious well, matters. Influencing Boy Scouts. It was in the time in, in the run up to Christmas. It was a it was an innocent time, for the haulage industry for life for many people in general until Emmanuel Macron decided to go and play politics with our 
with the with the transport mm. industry of both the UK and Europe, which of course you couldn't have avoided, because mm. you obviously you are you've got trailers coming in. That has that been oh, now, yeah. and you see things in the news where people are saying. <laughs> That we're not sending material anymore. We're not sending trailers. We're not sending stuff to the UK. It's too difficult right now. Um, how how's things been affected yeah. with the trailers coming in? Coming in for first couple of weeks back. Coming in, we had no bother at all with customs. It was seamless. It was getting things back onto key to get out. You know, export reloads. Fortunately, North were dead, so there hasn't been any reloads to talk of. But down in the south, Perfleet and what mm. have you, our boys down there have had some hell. Hell on ice, mm. um, just box ticking, you know, dotting eyes and crossing T's and yeah, finicky bloody carry on. Bureaucracy, um, it's been it's However, it's now suddenly middle of last week. Our operator up here, Ben, he says, I don't know why. It's like somebody's flicked a switch. Suddenly, everything that's coming into Wimmingham, into into Killingham, is on hold. Everything he says, I can't plan anything until after lunch for tomorrow. So I can't tell you whether to come back for a trailer or whether to go home. He says, I've no idea. I don't know what Who's to got it on hold? Says, and with 45 trailers. Mm. Customs. 45 trailers on boat. Is that on UK hold, customs on, on, then? Messing about with everything. it. Yep, that's our lot coming <sighs> in. Yep. That's coming in. Because I know that a lot of the problems have been caused by Fr- Fran- France with stuff going out. Like They've been causing a lot of the delays. But it's also now our lot on the way back in as well, is it? We're going to have to sort it out. One day last week, possibly Tuesday, we've got 45 trailers on hold. The whole shebang. And as soon as their wheels touched our tarmac off the boat, they came off hold. All of them. Bang. Right. All green. Good to go. So it's nothing to do with checking loads and checking paperwork. It was bollocks. It was bureaucracy flexing its muscles. It's all on hold. You can't have it. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly... Like a switch is flicked somewhere, and everything on that ship, cobble fret, mm. is off hold. What the hell's going to go. on that? Now, it's got worse. As we get further away from 1st of January, it's getting worse instead of better. So last uh, Thursday afternoon for Friday's trailer to come home, he hadn't got anything to give us. He got he got trailers plenty, mm-hmm. but he couldn't allocate anything. Mm-hmm. So he, he's, you know, he's twiddling his thumbs at home. And he can't tell us anything. All he's doing is fending phone calls from us. Yeah. You know, starting to kick off. Uh, and we're kicking off at the wrong bloke, obviously. Yeah, he's he, just at the end know, of the line. He's tied, so he's, mm. uh, he's earned... Yeah, Ben's earning his crust at the minute. He really is. And I can only imagine how some of the other lads are a bit less calm, generally, like Matty and that are coping, to be mm. right. So, um, oh. We're keeping going, and we've enough work coming in now, but we just can't get at it because of customs. And it's... Oh. A load of signs have gone up last week around Immingham, which are a worry, telling us not to block entrances when queuing. And, you know, these are three mile away from port, so I don't know what they're what expecting. Have, what are they brewing up there, then? Because, aye, this is... I don't know. we needing to get this bloody sorted. I, I find it very uh, ironic. I'm sure that... Did Theresa May's um, Brexit deal not include us being part of the customs <clears> union? <throat> I'm pretty sure that it was. And I remember that... Um, a lot of it, um, MPs, the, the Scottish National Party, all voted against it. They voted against being in the customs union, Ooh, so that yes. Brexit deal didn't pass. And then the one that was filed through at the last minute there were not in the customs union, yeah. and now they're all complaining about it. And I'm like, well, 
surely what? that's cutting your nose off to spite your face. I, I think it would have been a, it would have oh, been better been if we were if we were in the customs union. Not that I'm an expert on it, but it sounds to me like that would have been a good idea. Yeah, and was. there's a there's a lot of sorting out that needs to get done now because the politicians just don't have a clue. Like we had the the shellfish lorries going into Westminster yeah. to go and protest about the fact that they simply can't. But well, the lorries weren't just protesting. From a lorry, an HGV point of view, they were protesting for the whole fishing industry because it would be rather difficult yeah. to drive a boat to Downing Street. Yeah, and it's fine on Facebook watching all Grahams and Karens telling them that they should. Have, oh, you've had you've had four years to get all your paperwork in order. Well, it wasn't. It was yeah, only really. three well, days because we didn't yeah, know because the Brexit precisely. deal ran right to the wire. Uh, because yeah, they could, precisely. they could have had that deal back then. In retrospect, and I don't, I don't know the, yeah. ins, I don't know the ins and outs of any of them, but nobody did. Theresa May's deal was twice the deal. This one that Boris heralded as a success. It's, it's, it's shizzle. This one, <sighs> to be right, but it's what we've got to work with. Ah, so it's, it's where there, we are. I mean, I am actively mm-hmm. trying to get off mm-hmm. dock work. I've been on. Twelve years this Easter mm-hmm. for couple for it, you know. We've kept sort of yeah, it's a long time. Kinds of ups and downs, but I'm actively trying to be off. I can't do with it. It's um, it's not knowing where you are. Yeah, you know, exactly. From one day to the next, it. it's not knowing whether you're Arthur or Martha. So I'm going to be doing something else this year, be it with my wagon or, or in somebody else's. Probably I don't know, but I'm not going to carry on with this dog job. No. Everybody has got an opinion, you know. They like. Well, you could see. I mean, could you? Um, could you, if you were to go and drive a wagon mm. for somebody else, could you park the Foden up and keep it? Yeah, but mm. I'm unemployable. That's a problem. Mm, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, there is that. You are unemployable. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine some Herbert with pens in his top pocket? who was like about that. five foot six, wagging his finger at me on a Monday morning, telling me that I'm going to. Yeah, you know, that would Bristol be a shot. Whatever, and I'm that just going to pick a... him up and stick him through shredder. Yeah, be right. a short job that. You yeah, can't go back be... to having a gaffer when you've. Um, you know, before we started with transport, our contracting, our you know, agricultural contracting and groundworks and this and that. So I've been on my own for mm-hmm. twenty-five years ish. I've never so you know, going back to being a clocking in, clocking out. Man, yeah, you'd have to be how well that would work unless I got the best boss in Europe. You'd have to be working for a very small sort of haulage firm, just a few lorries, sort of things. I think you know, family-run sort of Aye. concern. You know, it would so, be a particular no, a particular think, kind of job. I think we'll have to plough on. Yep, onwards and onwards. We'll plough on and we'll see what this year brings. I've a few irons in the fire that have been kindly thrust at me lately just to think Good. about. So I'm just waiting and watching and seeing how things develop. But um, I think my tenure trekking up and down 180 four times a day might be coming to an end before I end up going insane and doing things. Mm-hmm. So well, hopefully there is some, I could be a lot worse off. This is what you've got to keep telling yourself. Mm-hmm. No matter how grim you feel on a Monday morning, you've got to remember there's, a, you know, there's plenty of lads that would swap places with you. Oh, aye. Oh, that's a, I feel Particularly a bit hauling shellfish into Europe. Aye. But all that sort of stuff. Have you, yeah, um, but... do, you keep a, do you keep an eye on Pete White on Facebook? You know, White's Transport. Yeah, I follow um, White yeah. Transport on, on Facebook. They've got an incredible aye. social media following. Um, yeah, and I, I, I do. I, I share Some of quite the grief a few they've of had has been epic. Yeah, there was that. I share a lot of the yeah. posts on Truck and Driver. The, the the best one for me was where they turned the truck around and made it go back to Berlin, nineteen hundred kilometers there, nineteen hundred back, for a piece Piercing of paper yeah. that could have been emailed. 
There was absolutely no... That was just Aye. cantankerous bureaucracy at its best. Uh, they seem to be getting mm. their heads around it a little bit more now in terms of what's expected, but there yeah. still is that almighty bottleneck uh, in Kent. Mm. And it looks... I've seen quite a lot of paid posts Aye. from some hauliers, and a lot of it... I think the customs agents... Some of these customs agents are being shown up to be not as good as they're supposed to be. Um, there's been people yeah. struggling with that because you need the bloody Kent access Aye. permit and that's timed and that runs There's out. There's a lot so, of chocolate fire guard behaviour, isn't there? Yeah, if you get parked up for a couple of days and your Kent access permit expires, the DVSA will just be waiting to uh, stop you and fine you, e- even though you had it because it mm. doesn't last for that long. Yeah, it's like, yeah I'm glad it, I don't yeah. want to go anywhere near Kent. HMRC have nicked Ashford. Well, Ashford Truck Stop, you may remember, yeah. went and built a massive extension so they had thousands <laughs> more spaces. HMRC don't have their own facility ready, so they've basically come and um, taken over. And it's like, well, that was like, that truck stop was built with private money. And it's almost impossible. The problem with Kent is land value and people not wanting to part with it. It's not financially viable to build a truck stop. You need the government to step in and subsidise it to go and force, you know, yeah. uh, compulsory yeah. purchase orders to make sure there's enough truck parking in Kent. And there's HMRC going and taking over some private enterprise for their own use because they haven't been organised to build their own bloody facilities. It's just, it's it's maddening, uh, the whole the whole lot of it, and it could be easily... The, the worst of it is, the, the whole lot of it could be so easily avoided... That's the absolute worst of it. But I was supposed to be getting Pete on the podcast at some point in 2021. I had spoken Aye. to him about it, but obviously that was like, he, he said, yup, he was well up for coming on. But that was pre, all this went mental. So I think we're going to leave him a little bit to, <laughs> till, he gets, till he gets a bit of breathing space, you know. Uh, I, I don't envy anybody who's heading out in a lorry and like really taking him... Um, you know, I've got a lot of respect for the guys that are heading over the water at the moment. Mm. Um, and, of course, I need to speak to... Aye. I love to have a chat with Paul O'Callaghan as well because he's been shipping out on... He's been doing some European work and he's been shipping out from... Is it Ross Lair? And he's been sailing all the way around to Spain. Direct. Yeah, direct yeah. To, to avoid uh, the problems of the UK. And you can't you can't get anything more on any of those ferries. They're absolutely rammed out because they're scared of running running through the UK so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that needs to get um, sorted out and none of it's going to get sorted out until it becomes absolutely critical you know it's uh, interesting times I wonder where we will be this time next year I know that this time last year it's going to get messy in June June why June because most of people, well, most, a large majority, shall we say, people who put in for ECMT permits didn't get any. Mm. So they've got uh, till June to run, and then what? The people whose businesses are entirely European exactly. still didn't get permits. And that only runs until June, because so, there was only like a thousand permits yep. or something handed out, wasn't there? It was something ridiculous. It's been a right disaster from the off, and I suspect that's why government's extended it to June. They've kicked it down the road for a bit, thinking, oh, bugger, we've made a right mess of this one, we'll sort it later. But mm. I hope they do. I hope they do as well. well the firm that does a lot, if they put in for 17 and they got five, there's a yeah, it's it's really unsustainable. You can't do your business. They put in, they put in for five and got 
zero. And that's, that's... one of the winners at Assen a couple of years ago with a very nice green daft didn't get a permit and his business is entirely <laughs> European based. What on earth are you supposed to do? This is um and it, it's it's incompetence and short sightedness and part of the politicians for not being able to go and make this bloody work. I've got um It's not giving a I toss. Mean, yes. On a, I mean looking it's forward not, it, it's not on their radar. No. On a, on a lighter note, we have... <laughs> uh, I mean, bless us. I mean, we are still... On a lighter note, our company is still... We're, we're still promoting the shows for the summer. And as far... Yes. At the moment, we've got um, Convoy in Wales, which is in the middle of June. Uh, and I would say that's highly optimistic that that will go ahead, but it's still in the calendar. I wouldn't imagine Mr Drakeford would be allowing uh, that to go ahead by then. And we've also got. Remember, Tipex was going to be such an awesome weekend last year because we had. Um, that's going to run again, and that's at the start of June. And I've got to go and I'm, I need to go and send the invites out to all the trucks who were originally invited. Are they moving venues. No, it's in Harrogate again. But that right. where that is well, is where a nineteen. That's a Nightingale Hospital. It's a Nightingale Hospital. It's a Nightingale. It's it a is Nightingale Hospital, like. Like the Excel in London is allegedly tooled up for that, but it's empty. Yeah, they are empty. You can't get near. Well, the thing is... Um, Completely empty, as in tumbleweed empty. There's nothing guess, in there, Excel. I think that the powers that be within uh, uh, the show organisation organisers are really hoping there's going to be an enormous change in life and society. I mean, my, in terms of vaccines, the country's not going to get back to normal until loads of people are fully vaccinated against this. And whatever your opinion is on it, that's just the way it's going to be. I don't care. I'll take the bloody vaccine. I don't care. The amount of pharmaceutical uh, substances mm. I've ingested over the years, dating back to the, the 1990s, um, which is not suitable for broadcasting on this. <laughs> A vaccine would be the least of my worries, let me tell you. But my sister... I've seen pictures of you completely off your tits on Benelin before now, haven't I? Yeah, a Tixilix. Actifed Expector. Yeah, Yeah. Tixilix and Benelin cocktail. Off your nut. Yeah, definitely. One eye pointing that way. Yes, indeed. It's still that. My sister got her first vaccine jab because she works in the NHS maybe last week. But it's 12 weeks until she gets the second jab. So that's like three months. That's taken us January. So that's going to take you into April, basically. Uh, now, we be we're not on anybody's um, list for getting a vaccine. We're just like going to get it when it gets done. So it could take about another three months for us to get the first jab. And then it's another three months before you get the second one. So that's going to take us right into the middle of summer. And I think the government was talking about this extra strong strain of coronavirus. And I think they're going to have problems by trying to get people to stay at home. Uh, once they've had one jab, loads of people will just be like running about the place and, and everything. So it's um, who knows where on earth we're possibly going to be in March or April time, whether things have changed enormously or we're just still bouncing along uh, in the same manner. I really don't know. I've not got a clue. I don't think anything will have altered by then. Like it's still going to be all the same, like tier four, I've everything's heard. bloody shut, distancing. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. you're probably right. I don't I think, think they can ease it. Boris already anything. said he's not going to look at lockdown now till Good Friday. 
Aye, well, I can see it. I can see that see that as well. I think I'm looking forward to March because I'm going to get a demonstrator unit. Then I'm going to be back out because I'm road legal because I got my cards back. Mm. Aye, and just keep chipping away on trucking trucking driver because we've got a convoy in the parks in August, and I'm thinking by the time you get to August, I'm looking at things going. Yeah, maybe there's a possibility for something round about then. Maybe you just don't know. It's so mm. hard. To, it's so hard uh, to predict. Um, I think we're in a worse position now than we were in April. So I, I, I don't imagine anything is going to happen this summer. I really don't. You know, mm. from our perspective down here, we want young farmers back on. We want Yorkshire Show, everything like that. All our, all our stuff. I, I just don't see it. Costs that much to stage Yorkshire Show. They're not going to, um, you know, pillock about till mid June to decide not to run no, in July again. They'll, um, you know, they'll well, call it off. That's You're a gonna massive have the, event. Yeah, Glastonbury has been called off. There's been a few other things called off mm. as well, but it's. It's the health and safety as well, the risk assessments and the hoops you're going to have to jump through to say you're going to be able to control crowds and, and people and all that. I really don't know how you would... Truckfest managed it last year, but if you remember back to when they were having the show, like all the the, 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 the prevalence of coronavirus is much, much lower than it is now. But a few people now have um, started... Uh, I've noticed a few people kind of more closer to home have had to isolate and things, like my mate Pete that I mentioned earlier on. A few people closer yeah. by have had to go and actually go and go and do that, and it's quite amazing, really, Aye. like the transport industry, how well the transport industry has done to keep going through all of this because it's a long time mm. since it was like you know key workers and heroes and and all that, all that sort of sort of thing. It's very much back to normal on the roads. Have you noticed that the traffic is? I mean, a lot of people. Oh yeah. It was it was so yeah. quiet for a couple of months and now and now it's um back to being um a lot of firms a lot of firms aren't taking furlough are they they're just keeping going and if your company's discretion is that they're not going to offer you furlough you've got to go to work and uh, well, a lot, lot of people are at a work lot more i open. dare say a lot of them would prefer to be at home mm. on furlough but if the gaffer wants you in you're in unless your mortgage is paid by fairies mm. so that's why it's busy on the morning i read all these dickheads on Facebook going, oh, it's a disgrace, look at all the cars on the road. Well, yeah, well, trust me, at half past seven in the morning, people aren't going out for a jolly, they're going to work because they have to. I, nobody would really want to be doing that. I'm sure there's a lot of people that would like to continue working from home, but can't because their bosses have decided that they don't trust them. I mean, obviously, I've been... my I was employed in truck and drive on the basis I would do the editing from home mainly, but it's just... I have two busy weeks. I've not been into the office in East Kilbride this year, uh, although I was in there before Christmas. Um, although we could sit in different rooms and everything, so there'd only be the two of us in there, but I haven't been. I've just been staying at home. It's not... I, I can see why some people would really like it, but it's not a long-term solution for anything. I hate pitching, my, tipping myself out of bed and then going and sitting at this desk all day and then not going anywhere. It's not... It's uh, not a long-term solution, and I wonder what sort of mental health issues there might be for people who are like stuck at ho- stuck at home with all this, and also having to go and work in the middle of in the middle of all this as well. well it's know? not doing you any harm, has it? You know, mentally, you've not suffered at all because I think it's a very nice dress you're wearing tonight. It's lovely. No, thank you very much. You're still making an effort. Yes, yeah, it suits you. It sets your eyes off. Lovely. It does it goes nice. it goes all in my beard? That was the thing, you know. Yeah, nice little, nice little strapless number. So what's the plans Dark for... Dark times. 
It is, but at least we're at the end of January now. New trucking drivers out next week. We've done the the uh, the issue, the six days on the road issue with the Iveco Sway on the cover was our best selling issue of the year, which is amazing. I mean, we did put an extra was it an extra thirty two pages in it. Um, but for it to be the best-selling issue of the year, that's just a fantastic result, considering it was on sale and they're on up to Christmas during Bye. lockdown. So the support and the fact that it's got, well, not, not that I'm saying anything bad about the S-Way, but it's got an Iveco on the cover. And usually your safest bet for cover trucks are Scania V8s or a Volvo. That's your, by Bye. far and away your safest bet. So we sold... Um, a lot, several hundred extra copies of that issue. So I've got to say a big thanks to everybody for that because we've really been on a roll for the last sort of mm. three or four months. So I'm going to have to go and shoot some more trucks and things. Is yours booked in to the uh, body shop in March? Eighth of Feb. Eighth of February. Wow! Did you get your daft? Eighth of Feb. Did you get your daft demonstrator sorted? I've got that big silver five thirty jobby from uh, Motus coming oh. on. Um, Saturday before that, which would be what? That'd be all right. I think I'm getting one. I think I'm getting one of them or something similar to it in March. Daft seemed to be quite keen to get me out in um, a super space, uh, but I would like this time to have one with Eco switched off with a performance software in the this, gearbox. Is that what your one's got? This has got. It's in performance mode or good. something. It says. I would like that every Daft that I drive. I know how good. The, how good they can be, but yeah, everyone I get, be. because yeah. it's demo fleet spec mode, it's got it's eco software on it. Yeah, Greta spec. Yeah, Turnbird. The eco warrior mode is switched on. Yeah. yeah. So no, that I'll, I'll be quite looking forward to that. By the time like March comes around, Aye. hopefully we'll get some mild weather. And that'll be nice because it was minus five this morning when I went outside and I was like, oh. fire. Well, it, it might have been minus five here. I've no idea. I've, I've not, not been yeah. out. I'm not used to it. Well, I even sent the kids out for logs today. That's, uh... Were the logs that were in uh, your woodshed, or did you require them to go and chop down a tree? No, luckily we had a, we had Flockton all delivered just before um, New Year, so we have a full log shed. So they've only got a tippy-toe outside about five yards. But I, I think it's character building for children to be sent out for firewood. Definitely. Mm. No shoes on. Get out yeah. there. Victorian ah, style. Shoes? Shoes? They've only ever seen pictures of shoes in this family. <laughs> Character but, but I would my dad would take us to Clark's to look in window. You know, we'd, we'd rub a little circle of frost on Clark's shoe shop window and we'd look in at brogues and other such fantasy delights. Uh, you're only getting to go there now. Shoe zone. Did shoe zone exist back then, actually? Why? How does shoe zone still exist? It's still on the high street everywhere. You ever bought a pair of shoes from Not shoes in Home on? Firth, old chap. Please. Good God, <laughs> sir. In Home Firth, we have Wagstaffs. Wagstaffs? Sell... Is, that, is that like country, yeah, sell... country apparel? No, it's just shoes. It's, it's just shoes. That's it. You can get shoes, laces, and dubbing in there. It's about your lot. But you get your Clarks and your Shoe Start, and you can get your Lurks for Grandad. Mm. Oh, lovely. Shoe oh. Zone. <laughs> It still exists, so shoes on is still a thing. Hey, speaking of shoes, I bought some boots over Christmas from Ireland, and um, mm-hmm. when it, you know, the the parcel came and I opened the box, and there's, you know, there's a full VAT receipt in there and all your lot in euro and all mm-hmm. that sort of business, and um, I get a prayer. I've never had a I've never had a prayer sent to me stapled to my shoe receipt before. You don't get that at shoe zone, would you? 
Well, no, you don't. No, I've got, got the morning that's, prayer. That's quite got, nice. But... I hope you're going to show me your shoes now. I hope this is what's coming out of this box. Oh, they're very nice. Yep. Sort of tan. Oh, yeah, I like, I like uh, them a lot. They are splendid. Yeah. Leather soles, though, so we absolutely no good in a diesel-soaked forecourt, will we? So I'm going to take him in and get some segs on as well. You could have segs on you, really. So. Segs? How Yorkshire is that? <laughs> ah, segs. Yeah. Aye. You, you have to have a bit... You have to have a bit of steel nailed Seg, on your heel to click when you walk into Tackle Market. Yeah. The new the new Escher truck, truck and driver, um, I did the V8 special a couple of months back, uh, and I noticed by accident this month I had a load of six-cylinder trucks. I had two Scania 540s, mm. Andrew Phelps ERF EC11, Dan Lotz DAF XF. So I've called the issue the joy of six. That's a cover line on it. <laughs> So I, I could, you could also have the joy of segs. The joy of segs. Yes. Right, that'll be my next article. Right, yeah. What are they? Are they like, like, like little tappets that you chap into the sole so you don't slip and fall? Ah, you can't be, you can't be, like a little piece you can't on, be wearing on, them on diesel-soaked forecourts. You, know, you can't wear them for work. They're for, like, striding about at the weekend and high days and, you know, ah, keeping good. to uh, follow the pipe that won't be on. Ah, yeah. Hmm. And, um, Things of that yeah, nature, like Duala that I won't be going to. Well, actually, Duala's September, so we might be. Might, might be all right with that. We might be now. all right with that. You know, mm. I don't care. Give me the fact. I do hope so. Give me. The, there's people in Scotland, like nationalists, who don't want the Oxford Oxford vaccine because it's got Oxford on it. They want the Pfizer one. English. My dad's had it. My dad's a, a raving. I'm not bloody having that. All the way through, and then they sort of rang him and said. Come Friday, half twelve, and I says, "Are you going or what?" Yes. So he's been, he's been, uh, he's been nailed. Good for him. He says, "How was it for you?" He says, "He says, well, I've heard of folks saying you, you end up with a dead arm, and all." He says, "I bloody never noticed." Bang, straight in, straight to Asda, straight home. Says Ken, the merit, the medical miracle. Mm. Good. I think it took more than COVID to kill him. Probably several machine guns, because he's. He's a freak of nature. Might have already... 65 he might have already, for 65 years and doesn't have the decency to cough. Might, al- might already have had it. Depends on your, it depends on your mm. metabolism. It seems to affect so Aye. many people in so many different um, ways, you know. Aye. Well, I'm uh, I'm more inclined to do as I'm told now than I, I've ever been because I'm sick of it. And I think everybody's sick of it. Yeah, I just need but to get... just want to, to get on with it. Yeah. Stop believing tinfoil helmet squadron and just have your bloody injections and try not to breathe in other people's filth and you'll be right, won't you? So exactly, let's yes. Crack on. Just yeah, crack on and onwards and upwards. I say that. I say that about not breathing in other people's filth and in the back of my mind I'm imagining being back at a gig in a sweaty, dark, ah. overpowering gig. I really miss going to concerts. Uh, I don't remember. The last concert I went to was September 2019. That was the George, um, Dan Baird of the Georgia Satellites, the Kentucky Headhunters, and Jason and the Sculptures on a triple bill. And it was bloody <laughs> It was bloody awesome. And it was like £15 or something a ticket. The, the astonishing value for money. Altered Images, Home Firth, February, just before lockdown, I think we're our last gig. And we're supposed to. Fish out of Marillion was supposed to be played in March, but that got bounced because of all this um, tedious virus, you see. Yes, and there's been no more gigs at the picture drum in Homeforth since, as you can imagine. So mm. I've, got, I've got a fridge magnet with all my gig tickets for last year stuck behind it. 
and um, they were all rescheduled for now-ish and onwards but the picture drum started emailing already saying it's put back again to next year so yeah. uh, I think it's going to be a little bit difficult going on forward but just got to think how good is it all going to be when we finally all get to go to these things and the sooner you know the sooner we get there the better but everybody's just got to be respons- responsible so yeah don't go um well, we're preaching to the choir anyway. We're bloody truck drivers who've never stopped through through yeah. any through any of this stuff, you yeah. know. The other the other ones who've who've worked um, non-stop. Well, aye. One we've done here tonight. I'm still trying to figure out how to allocate this um, private number plate to this old Foden. What uh, private number plate? I I, I just. Accidentally, you know, this Christmas buying thing. All oh, right, you see, you bought yourself some shoes and a number plate. And a number plate's gone on Gertie. All oh, right, what, so, is, what is the number plate? Uh, is it a Foden related number plate or is it a Chris related number plate? It, uh, no, it's it's Big Fod, essentially. Well, I was near as B19, damn it. B19, B169, B199. No, B19's not traceable. Anywhere. See, that's annoying. Uh, when the, it's annoying when there's a registration plate that isn't on a vehicle, mm. but you can't ask for it. You know, you mm. can't apply for it. Aye, aye. Because I wanted one. But DVLA did tell me that B16's on a 12 plate Mondeo, but they won't tell me where or who. So that's nice. Oh, God, that's really annoying. So. so <laughs> yeah, probably just as well. They didn't so tell you who's got it. B13. Hmm? What did you get? Mm. I've actually do we B13? It looks like big. If you stand far enough away, it'll do. It's the closest I can get. Anyway. FOD. That's all right. It'll do. It, it, it just depends where you put screw through number That's plate. That's it, like three, it. Black, <laughs> three black screws into it. The wrong, the wrong spot. Yeah, it, That's uh, it, it'll it do. It is annoying. Again, you, can't just you shouldn't ask. drink and go online. No, no you, you probably shouldn't, no. I end up on the dark web mm. buying uh, bitcoins. <laughs> 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 At least those boots were a bit cheaper than number plate, anyway. The number plate's so, an investment. I'm trying to print though. off VTG ten tonight to do this um, application to change plated details, and printer won't print out this form that we've downloaded. It, it's printed it out in twenty like twenty six segments, so I give up. Oh dear, I need to change my print. <sighs> I, to I need to change my printer ink. Um, because I have th- to ask on Facebook how, uh, how to go about doing this because mm. I'm, uh, Please explain I'm to technologically me. not well one of the mysteries of life is that I was trying to print out a parcel label before Christmas and it was telling me that my black ink tank was half full but the rest of it the cyan and the yellow and everything was empty so I was just like I just clicked on it no problem just printing black and white and we won't be needing any of that and it, would it have it? No. Apparently, it needs all of the inks to print black, which is a scam if ever I heard it. So I had to go on a bit more. Do you fill it up? No, I just bought cartridges. It's the first time. Get bottles and fill it. No, up. it's the first time I've ever bought cartridges for it, because um, it's only about. Yeah. I got it when I started in trucking driver, so it's, I don't. I don't print a lot of stuff off in T and D. To be fair, this eats ink cost me a fortune, and now the kids are at home, obviously. Um, oh. Everything's, yeah, everything's rattling through uh, through here, and because we've had no internet at all, we've had to buy everybody data thirty gig it's, of data each. It's, yeah, it's surprising. so they've been doing Zoom classrooms mm-hmm. on data. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'll be expecting Talk Talk to pay for that. 
Mm. And, and they can remonstrate with open reach until they're daft if they want. But um, good shout! That is, they have, it's crazy the amount of data you can go through. Eh? That's a bloody thing. Huh? Well, obviously we didn't have any television at Christmas, which was fun. So somebody suggested, oh, you can um, you can hotspot TV through your phone mm. to your Amazon Fire Stick. So we did. We're all sitting there smugly with a mince pie and, you know, a roaring fire, right up until the bit that my 23 gig of data ran out after about two nights. Uh, it's amazing how much uh, data you'll go through if you're streaming stuff. Yeah. It's nuts. I've got to... Yeah, well, I didn't know, did I? I'm as technologi- technologically advanced as a lump of wood. It's annoying because I've got to go... With, I can't, my upload speed is so slow that I've got to upload my YouTube videos using 4G. Because if I do it over, mm. over the Wi-Fi, it's so slow that it takes about um, mm. a day to go and upload a couple of gigs worth. Yeah. Which is wonderful. But aye, yeah. cool. Lovely to catch yes. up with you. Uh, you take care, and I, hopefully I will catch up with you next week as well. Aye. Right, I shall catch you later. Jolly good. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.